Upon returning to his room from the hotel pool, Brocious noticed that Jennifer was on the phone. When she said nothing and passed him the phone, Brocious knew that he had been traded. Tony Atanasio, his agent, was on the other end of the line. Where am I going? Brocious asked Atanasio. Atanasio didn't speak. He sang. And Atanasio proceeded with the lyrics of New York, New York by singing Start Spreading the News. Brocious knew Frank Sinatra's iconic song and knew old Blue Eyes crooned, I want to be a part of it, New York, New York. Even still, Brocious told Murdy he wasn't sure where he had been traded. I thought he was joking because all of our conversations were about anywhere but New York, Brocious said. The Yankees were not in it. So I said, really, where am I going? Atanasio, the full-time agent and part-time karaoke singer, started singing Sinatra again. So Brocious was now convinced he was heading to New York, but he didn't know if he was going to the Yankees or the Mets. Finally, Atanasio told him, you got traded to the Yankees. Standing in a hotel room in the land of Mickey and Minnie with an agent playing a version of Name That Tune. That was the goofy way Brocious started his career in New York and began his surprising ascent to a prominent place on the 1998 Yankees and in franchise history. While interviewing several dozen people about the 1998 Yankees, some of the first names mentioned were always Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, Mariano Rivera, David Cohn, Paul O'Neill, and Joe Torre. But Brocious's name was cited just as often and just as passionately. In searching for reasons why the 1998 Yankees were remarkable, it's shrewd to start with the fact that Brocious, who was a menace at the bottom of the order, had a glorious and unexpected season. He had 300 with a 371 on base percentage, a 472 slugging percentage, 19 homers, and 98 runs batted in. Plus, Brocious played a gold glove caliber defense that left some of his teammates in awe. Brocious was probably as underrated a player as you could have on that team, Jeter said. And it sounds kind of funny to say it because he was the World Series MVP. But Brocious was a guy who came up with clutch hits for us and was consistent in the field. And he was a fun guy to play with. And let's be candid about the trade involving Brocious and pitcher Kenny Rogers. As integral as Brocious wound up being, the deal was originally viewed as a salary dump by the Yankees. The Yankees had been trying to unload the misplaced Rodgers for more than a year, and they succeeded by dealing him for Brocious, who had just had the worst season of his career. To finalize the deal, the Yankees agreed to absorb $5 million of the $10 million left on Rodgers' contract. Since the A's were required to protect Brocious in the expansion draft as part of the deal, the Yankees only announced they had acquired a player to be named later, although reporters ferreted out that it was Brocious. Eleven days after the agreement was hatched, the Yankees officially disclosed Brocious was the player. But the news was treated so inconsequentially that the Yankees never had a conference call to introduce Brocious to the New York media. In my story about Brocious in the New York Times, I called him a utility player because that is what he had been in 1997. Brocious started 78 of the A's first 96 games at third base, but then started only 16 games at third the rest of the season. He also played shortstop and all three outfield positions. Soon after the deal, John Heyman, who was a respected columnist for Newsday, 
wrote about how the Yankees and Mets had been unsuccessful in adding marquee players in the offseason. Yet neither team has added one significant player unless one counts Scott Brocious. The sarcasm was heavy, but so was the realism. Brocious wasn't considered a high-profile addition. After hitting 304 with 22 homers in 1996, Brocious plummeted in 1997, really plummeted. While he continued to play exemplary defense, Brocious's batting average dropped 101 points and his slugging percentage decreased by 199 points. He also had arthroscopic knee surgery. During the 1998 postseason, Brocious actually said it might be harder to hit 200 than 300, which was his way of saying how unfortunate and how unlucky he had been in 1997. 